0: and the human leader of the android underground, Matt Lee. Hey,
1: what's up, guys? It's Tuesday, May 22nd, 2012, episode 36 of Attack of the Androids over on attackoftheandroids.com. Check us out once a week as we do these podcasts. I'm Matt Lee. Joining me tonight, got a fantastic cast as usual. Eric Finkenbeiner, what's up, man?
2: Hello. Jeremy Lesniak, how you doing? I'm I'm good. I'm hoping my freshly shaved head doesn't blind anyone. Good that, watching. That is shiny kind of shiny. That is nice yeah. and shiny.
1: And we got Joey Kelly. How you doing, man?
0: Hey, good evening, man. It's a wonderful day to be alive and up here in Maine and I am not blinded by the shine on Jeremy's head, even though it looks like he turtle waxed that sucker. He did.
1: That is that's carnubal wax. That's what's in my soda. It looks good. Uh Seth Herringer will be with us uh in a bit, I believe. So, I don't think you're supposed to be drinking carnauba wax. No, but in Coca-Cola, it's okay.
0: Wax on, really? wax off.
1: <laughs> That's what they say. Uh, you guys want to hold off on the phone of the moment till Seth gets here. He's kind of our our new phone watcher. Unless you guys had a uh, one to throw
2: in.
0: I did have a device of the moment. Sure. I
2: I would I would like to wait because I I know where you're going, Joey, and I I think. That we should wait
1: for. Should we wait for, for Seth, Seth that. for that? I do. I
2: want to talk about the the thing that Joey wants to talk about for sure, okay.
1: but but not right now.
2: Yeah, well, let's let's hold up on Seth for that one because that that one could get kind of amped up for all of us.
1: Uh oh, that sounds positive. Uh, okay, well, let's talk about glasses. Are you guys still amped for the Google glasses, or has that died, Jeremy?
3: Oh, so oh, we need to do another picture. <laughs> Don't thank you. Pictures okay. of pictures I of Matt it. crashing.
2: Yeah, and if anybody um, follows me on Google Plus, you can see a <clears> wonderful <throat> photo of Matt that that's I took awesome. uh, when he crashed during the pre-show. It's you it's know wonderful. what though. You it's not look at it.
1: It's not Hangouts crashing. What it does is it shows a screen that's like this is being broadcast publicly, as if I wasn't aware. And then you have to check the box and then hit join for some. I don't know why it's doing that. Anyway, so. Mm. Uh, Project Glass, Who's are you guys still excited about that, Jeremy,
2: or has that died? I, I'm, I'm going to be excited when we actually get to see something. Obviously, the implications of it are huge, but I'm going to reserve judgment
1: when you say see something you mean something more than just a picture of google ceo larry page wearing them you want to actually when, when wear somebody
2: them. that is not on google payroll okay or robert scoble <laughs> get to come out and talk about it then or we robert. have something that we can point to and say this was going to happen
1: <laughs> or robert scoble <laughs> awesome um he was wearing them at the zeitgeist 2012 event in london i don't know if any of you guys followed that at all uh showing off pre-release and early stages uh, hardware for everyone to check out. They look the same as the first one. I'm, like, kind of watching all these pictures and, like, noting kind of any changes, and they've all pretty much been this one, so that's their prototype, I guess, and that's the only one. I've heard also, like, Oakley and all these other glass companies are, like, working on them as well, which, I don't know, that'll be interesting to see. Well, that's that's the exciting part is... If you like if you think back to
3: how we saw those pictures of like the early Google phone prototype and then you look at some of the stuff we're getting today, I think that these glasses are cool, but I can't wait to see what happens when they start getting designed by like actual designers versus just the functional prototype look.
0: So he's... personally, I'm holding out for the embedded uh, implants.
1: Well, of course. I mean, that's the
3: logical
0: they... next
2: step. If they're only going to come in hipster glasses versions, I'm going to have to punch someone.
1: Well, Jeremy, it looks like you got your wish of the monocle. He set up on stage Google Glass because there is only one and not glass on both sides. Uh, He said these are obviously Google Glass. It's only glass because it's only on one side. It's still in a bit of an early stage, but I'm really excited to be able to have one, just one. (laughs) <laughs> and to The Google model. Glass Eye is going to be a huge hit And he says to have it working It doesn't yet show me all of your names But I'm really glad that you're all here Creepy Larry, thank
2: you <laughs> How awesome would it be If you were a guy running around Missing an eye And right? you had like a, a glass eye That like looked off to the side or, or you wore an eye patch Now all of a sudden you have a cybernetic upgrade There you go
0: that's, yeah, but you know the ultimate cross-promotional awesome. advertising campaign here—they're gonna hook in Don't with Planters be. peanuts,
2: <laughs> or Anonymous, or Lulz. It's all about the Lulz. I I could I could wear a monocle. I think I might have to um, renew my quest. Renew, start my a quest for uh, world domination if I wore a monocle. Doesn't it? I'm pretty it? sure that if you walk around squinting with one eye long enough, you get pissed off and feel the need to and humanity, right? i like try it. You're constantly frowning
1: partway like to hold it in there. I mean, unless it had a strap, but at that point you're a pirate, so I don't know. I would I would rather have the pirate <laughs> I, I Google Glass. I think you just sold it right there. <laughs> there it is, done, <laughs> coming soon. Uh, let's see, they had pictures of them. They said it looked kind of cool because you could see the picture on the glass, like the reflection of it, so it, it does look like it's a full uh, over your eye. Uh, he says, obviously, this is just the early prototype, but they appear to have a physical dedicated camera button for snapping photos. So you actually have to press the button, which is cool, I guess. Uh, but hopefully that will all be voice controlled on the final version if they ever make it to market, of course. Which people are pretty, this is coming. This is a very real thing. We've heard from on sh- other shows from people at work there that are like, this is for real. <laughs> this is so for real. So I'm still excited. I know it's all hype, but I, I can – I'm allowed to buy into some hype. Only this, though. No more cell phone hype. I'm done with cell phone hype. Only this. If it's I mean, half can... as awesome as
2: it could be, it'll be revolutionary. Exactly. This
0: is, that we may be overlooking an obvious uh, or, or semi-obvious uh, application for this, something along the lines of doing like open heart surgery or something where you could have one eye have like a – internal diagram of the heart or something and you could superimpose that over what you're looking at and have parts identified and whatnot
1: and you know that's that's one more step closer to my samus aaron heads up display from metroid prime very cool very cool see i'm
3: just imagining like a my surgeon having the game operation overlaid (laughs) on my body as on the table and hoping not to hear that (laughs) dirt (laughs) Yeah, he's trying to avoid the bread box.
1: (laughs) Don't hit the sides. Ah. All right, is anybody excited for Verizon coming out and confirming their global roaming for uh, the Resound and for three other droids? Anybody? Eric, you might care about global roaming. Does that? Uh, I don't know. I really don't care too much. I've sort of come to the
3: realization (laughs) that in the future, I'm just going to buy unlocked phones and buy SIM
1: cards and do it that way. Probably your best bet if you can afford it uh, to to go and yeah. just not have the carrier subs- subsidize the phone. But well, then
3: roaming is so expensive. Um, unless unless you're traveling on business and you have a business need to have your same number. Right. If you whenever personally... I go somewhere new, I just buy a SIM card.
1: Yeah, the, that's true. If you're personally having to pay for it, no way. But they got, they got the, uh, the ReSound, the Motorola Droid Razr, the Droid Razr Max, the Droid 4. Uh, they have their latent GSM capability switched on this summer uh, with voice roaming possible in more than 220 countries and data in more than 205. Ooh, So that means right. they all have them, right, that they're just switching them on here and there.
0: Yeah. This is another thing that's designed specifically to appeal to the international business traveler. Right. Um, and I think, frankly, honestly, it's something that uh, is made completely unnecessary if you have a phone like they have in, I think it was, was it South Africa, I heard, that they have multiple SIM card phones where you can have multiple carriers operating yeah, the, at once the, in the same phone. Yeah, the
1: dual-band phones, right? They, they have the CDMA and the GSM in them. Or, yeah.
3: No,
0: no, 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 no! Are not just dual-band, dual-carrier.
1: Oh, so
3: two yeah. slots. I've seen so, a lot of these out okay. of China. That's cool. Mm-hmm. The, where you have two, I think, I think I've even seen like up to three SIM card slots, and you can just when you're making a phone call, there's a drop down you pick which SIM you're going to dial off of.
0: Right, and that allows you to use different carriers for different long range, uh, long distance plans. You can have two different phones and two different area codes, so you can always have local calling. That's uh, really
1: awesome. If you're wondering about prices, they're, uh they range from about forty cents a minute to as much as nine dollars. So I'm guessing if you ha- if we had to call Eric, it'd be about nine bucks a minute. Mm-hmm. Is let me ask you this: Is any phone call worth nine dollars a minute? Like, are you phoning a friend to win a billion dollars or what? No,
2: no, that's not what people spend nine dollars a minute on. <laughs> not when at all. phone calls.
1: Not at all. <laughs> no,
2: Different carriers. You know, it's what a I particular mean. prefix that you're usually
1: dialing, <laughs> right? And then they also said, uh, the, well, this is a rumor from a, a retail associate, so you know how, how those go, uh, that all Verizon 4G LTE devices are capable of international roaming and that they would eventually, hopefully, uh, get turned on sometime soon. So you, too, can pay so $9 this... a minute to call Eric Finkenbeiner. That's right. Can you post your phone a... number publicly?
3: No, absolutely not. No, I... <laughs> I, could, I think the... I have it. I could post my house that. number.
1: I, think, uh, I nobody, think... Nobody could get through, though. Eric, I think a non-fire already posted your, uh, your number. Wasn't that you, Jester? Yeah, that's <laughs> probably true. Security killer. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. This is an inside joke. Last weekend, I got completely caught up in reading uh, some anonymous... The, the people that took down the Pirate Bay for a minute uh, with that DDoS, I was reading all their tweets and their rexorbot twitter account posting all these pastebin fi- dude i got so lost in this flame war of like i work for the fbi and i'll kill you excuse me and i'm uh, i'm not a what would they say i'm not a hacker i'm a security killer <laughs> it was very very and they're they're really against anonymous now so that's why they hit the pirate bay anyway that not wrong. relevant oh, no. but it, the story is it's like a right, like reading a sci-fi novel kind of you're like wow that's really happening.
3: So. Yeah, Matt was really caught up in this while we were recording our Oracle <laughs> versus
1: Google special. Yeah. It's like every five minutes,
3: oh, look at this paste bin. <laughs>
1: oh, it's a good story though, right? Like, I hate you. I'm going to you. All right. Uh, <laughs> I Pony rides. Uh, Motorola. Coming out with uh, a, a statement about why there's been a lack of Android 4.0 updates. Uh, any of you guys still rocking Motorola devices? Anyone?
2: Um, it, yeah. Almost, yeah, exclusively, oh. except for my Nook.
1: So are you angry about maybe some of them not getting updates? Is yours getting updated?
2: Well, you um, don't care. You're
1: on custom anyway,
2: huh? Well. That's kind of a, a long story. My my Droid X is... I, I've given up. I've spent the entire day trying to get Cyanogen working on it. And, is that 7.2? Yeah, yeah. The problem was... Is it bo- motorola it the, the most up-to-date gingerbread firmware basically locks you in on the Droid X. There's some funky stuff you can do with throwing other kernels in and doing stuff, but it's still hacked, and it just... It's just not worth it, so I'm later in the show, I was hoping we could discuss what my next phone will be.
1: Oh, for sure. It sounds like you need a good solid sBF with the proper kernel that's not locked or whatever then you, you can
2: you can't you can't get out of it
1: you can't you sBF gets out of anything
2: mm, no really so you actually really.
1: have a bricked bricked phone then.
2: Well, it's not it's not bricked, but it's it's pretty tightly locked. Really?
1: If I, I'd be in, I, I'd be interested to mess with it. If you're just going to throw it away, will you send it to me so oh, I can play with I, it?
2: I, I'm not going to. It's still um, it's people still, are still paying hundred bucks for them on, on eBay. So oh, okay. once I get my new phone, I'll probably hawk it.
1: you should let me mess with it before you hawk it. Uh, so they said in a blog post, which is how these multi-million dollar companies communicate with us via Facebook and blog posts. Uh, why certain smartphones and tablets are not getting 4.0, like, at all. Uh, This follows a helpful post two months prior that the company published in order to add greater transparency to the update process. But not all Motorola device owners are very pleased, especially those of you with the Droid 3, popular keyboard Droid device. Uh, If you got that in the last 10 months, you're stuck on 2.3 how infuriating is that and they say especially because remember io google io last year when google was like you guys will be doing these updates at least that was one of the phones that you know that should be and it's not and people are not not happy about it you know their reason why (laughs) this is the best reason ever uh Because we work hard for these updates to make your device better, and if the update isn't going to do that because it clashes with our stuff, then you're not getting the update. Thank you. Thanks, Motorola. Still. Now, my question is, do you think once Google – they were waiting for the China uh, to to okay it. China okayed it once – Google promise, and this this kind of leads into the next story, that uh, Android will remain open for at least the next five years. So they had to, to kind of put that in writing, promise that. China said, okay, you can buy Motorola Mobility. So what's up with the Droid 3? It launched in July 2011. What's going on?
3: I don't think you're going to see an update for this. Even though Google is taking the helm with Motorola Mobility now, I have a feeling that they're going to be just looking ahead and making sure if anything they're going to make sure that any new devices maybe are on an upgrade path but all this
1: stuff i don't think they're even going to mess with it now new device even newer obviously than july of 2011 now is that is that them because google could easily take all of those devices unlock them completely Put whatever version of of Android, their vanilla version, and then get them in the updates. Get them going in in the update line. Is, is are they not wanting to do that so that they you're more pushed towards getting a new device? And yes, obviously more sales. It's a cap. yes. You don't think they would just throw them a bone like just because no. they're go- really
2: even no. Google? Well. Because because think about think about the distribution. The distribution goes through the carriers. Okay you know it, it it would be one thing for them to release it on their own but then consider the support nightmare when google says hey droid 3 owners you can have this file that updates your phone and then we're going to see a million and one posts on how do i apply update.zip you know it's just it's not going to work out it's not yeah. something that they're going to spend their resources on i think the the best that anybody could hope for is maybe
3: uh, more support like in the official Android development groups um, for you know people that are independently developing updates for this. That might be, but that's that's best case scenario. I I don't think anything's going to happen with it. Period.
1: They say it's because uh, well, it's a likely issue with Android 4.0 on the Droid 3. Uh, they say although the device has a high resolution 960 by 540 display. Dual core TIO Map four four three O processor, sixteen gig of internal storage. It only has half a gig of RAM. So that could be the problem. Uh, I have never I haven't run ICS on anything other than my Prime and my Galaxy Nexus. So and those both have a gig. So do you think I could see I could see ICS lagging pretty good on, on something with half of that RAM. Runs on the Nook. What's the Nook got for it? Half, half uh, again.
0: Jeremy, what is it? New two fifty six or five
1: twelve? I believe it's two fifty six. Really? And it runs ICS just fine.
0: Um, I does just it, fine is relative, but I mean, it, no. does it does it
1: lag? Jeremy,
0: does it run it just oh, fine? God. No, <laughs> I I
2: I gave up. Um, it's five twelve. It's hmm. Yeah, but
0: it's got a really 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 wussy processor.
2: Yeah, it's it's uh, eight hundred megahertz. Oh, wow, not even a dual core, just a straight 800. Uh,
0: oh, yeah. Well, okay. think
2: about it. It's, what is it, two years yeah,
0: old? Yeah, that's though? true. It is, huh?
1: Uh,
2: and they say that... No, it's not two years old. The Nook Color? Yeah.
1: They say that... Uh, oh, no, I'm sorry. I thought we were talking about the Joy 3. Oh, yeah, the the, the 3 has... Pay attention. Get with the program, Eric. <laughs> uh, they say it's not to it's say my f- lag, my... 4.0 oh. can't run on 5.12, I... but it's, it's yeah, it's it's kind of slow. Motorola won't invest the time and effort to do the same... Uh, so like everyone in the comments on this article and everywhere else, say Motorola should just unlock it, unlock the bootloaders of those phones, and that way everyone can just put what they want on it. Problem solved, right? That's all. Problem solved. Uh, Seth it's not will
2: quite be, that simple. No? Tell me why. Because you, no, the majority of people cannot handle updating their phone unless something pops up that says, your phone has an update. Do well, you and that's want fine. To do
1: it? That's fine. It's saying that it, at least let the people that want to have that option to unlock sure. it because they're making A- it sound absolutely. like
3: absolutely, yeah. So, I think the people that would complain the most uh, are probably the people that are more technical and capable of updating it on their own. Right. Everybody else isn't going to care, so you know they're not going to know. I get where you're coming from, but I sort of agree with Matt. Like, if you can arrange to just have it unlocked and let people go
2: crazy, then let them do it. Are, are that many people really dealing with locked bootloaders still? They are if they have Motorola's. <laughs> I don't know. But isn't it, it
1: only a few down. models? That's talking about the 4.0 not not getting updated to them, and that's why they're mad that they're not unlocked. So I, I think a lot, oh. for the majority, most of Motorola's stuff still come unlocked.
4: Huh.
1: Like that that purchase just, let's see, this this was on the 21st. So that was yesterday. Uh, China just agreed to approve it, so 12.5 and I mean we've talked about this a while ago, but let's refresh 12.5 billion dollars for Motorola mobility that's Wow, that's 12.5 Instagrams for those of you counting at home.
2: Yeah, um, and I'm sure that they make 10 million well they make an infinite amount right. of revenue in comparison. So that's – and that was why, like we said earlier, that uh, Google had to
1: say, yes, Android will continue to be free and open for the next five years, blah, blah, blah. Uh, They said it makes sense given that Android is huge and growing in China and that China's economy includes both device makers and component manufacturers that work with a number of companies. Um, But the deal was – the provision in the deal was more precaution than anything because uh, Google hasn't really shown any sign of wanting to favor Motorola, and that's that's kind of why they did that, so they won't just show favor. They can't all of a sudden in, in a year say, this is locked and only Motorola is getting it now, and now we have, we're the new Apple, and this is our phone, and you can all just take the Fires version <laughs> or, of Android or whatever, you know. And now they have right. lots of lots of patents, or they will. Now, Eric uh we we put out a special oracle versus google part 2 got everybody up to speed on what was happening with that uh do, will will google getting or acquiring these new patents will that have any will that make oracle be like oh you know that that lawsuit never mind and and just go away or do you think this will have any any difference
3: i don't think it's going to make any impact at all they're so they're already in the middle of the fight and oracle even after losing, basically losing the copyright phase and the patent phase still being up in the air, they're not showing any, any signs of backing down yet. So I highly doubt that this or anything is going to change uh, Oracle's course uh,
1: You know, at this point. And The Verge makes a good point. They say there's also the fact that Android doesn't really belong to Google. It, Android is the product of the Open Handset Alliance, and Google is a member, but obviously Google supports the platform more than any other single entity. And even with the provision in the Chinese Motorola deal, and even if Google did own Android outright, no one should be worried that they're going to close off Android uh, like the way Apple has with the iOS. That's not how Google makes money, they say.
2: Which that That's a really foolish statement. You think? It is. Could you see if them? Google's... Imagine Android without Google. Without, even, like, let's say, take the easy path, historically, w- it never would have happened. We would not talk about it. This podcast would not exist. Good Moving point. Moving forward, if Google stopped caring about Android, yes, there would be some development on it, but manufacturers would stop producing phones for it.
1: You don't think a manufacturer would get behind a CyanogenMod mod? version that no. was made for the public at large and not like super focused on tweaks and
2: settings you know it can be done no. easily i no, they're really. not going to because, because of the g apps? not that's not how it works it's you know how many how many manufacturers how many times did dell say they were going to sell linux boxes and then pull back and say they were going to sell linux boxes and pull back and i think they do currently but that took years and the development of, of linux is so much further along and so much more mature than Android is. And if a a big player like Dell isn't going to be able to easily motivate to do that, then HTC isn't going to do that with CyanogenMod.
0: Yeah, well, there's a slightly different comparison. CyanogenMod, it would be more akin to Dell is offering Ubuntu and... You want another manufacturer or you want Dell to sell machines not only with Ubuntu but also Kubuntu, which is a variant of Ubuntu pick that any, is community-supported.
2: Pick any Android ROM. It doesn't have to be Cyanogen. I, I think we're just using that because it's the biggest one. Right. I'm, I'm talking about Linux as in any distribution of Linux, I'm any distribution of Android. I don't. I don't think it matters specifically which one. I just can't imagine that any phone manufacturer is going to say, "Well, we've got this open source thing, and it's not. We don't have anybody to go back and blame if there's an issue or go to for the coding." All of a sudden, the manufacturers either are bringing that development in house or they're relying on the wider community, and both of those are. Scary.
0: Well, it's ironic uh, to use your Dell analogy. Dell went with Ubuntu Linux specifically because they were able to enter into a support contract with Canonical, uh, who produces Ubuntu, to provide that support for the software. And the real irony of the whole situation was that one of the reasons why myself and other people that like Linux uh, want Linux is that it's a free operating system, and the assumption would then be that you would save the licensing costs of having to buy a Windows license on a a computer. And the fact of the matter was they had those Dell machines priced at the same price range, sometimes even higher than the equivalent uh, Windows box, simply because I assume they had to pay Canonical for support contract, and also they were not giving commercial software vendors to offer them rebates and incentives for installing their software ahead of time. Right. So the smart ones were still buying the Windows machines and wiping them and putting Linux on them. Mm Mm-hmm. What
1: if? What about a, a, a group like Ting or Republic Wireless? Drink, um, drink. What What about them getting behind something like that? As as like we're only doing this. Google's out of the picture, like you were saying. Could you see yeah, something but Republic like that?
0: Wireless is different. They're offering a custom software build on top of a custom um, Android OS, probably Cyanogen CyanogenMod. Yeah, that's what uh, we.
1: Yeah, we talked about yeah, them. And, that's what they were but, building on.
0: Yeah, and they're doing it on a specific hardware platform. And because of that, they can they can more tightly control the variables and they will have a better chance of fixing whatever problems uh that arise. They're
2: a smaller player. You know, that that's too. not much for that much. Wireless isn't going to move anywhere near the number of phones that LG is or I think
1: I I don't know I think it's I think Android's to the point where it could survive on its own I I don't know how massively adopted it would become or more so or whatever but I, I think it could I think there's enough people out there that use it and there's enough support and there's enough love for it that I think people would keep it going I think another company would spring up whether from Kickstarter or whatever and they would just take it over. What I think the problem would be is losing the backing of the Google Apps. No more your Gmail, you know, all that stuff. If you don't have an App Store, which maybe that's where CyanogenMod's App Store comes in, or even Amazon or, or whatever, then, then I think you could do it. But there, there's you lose Maps. I mean, you lose a lot of, of really strong functionality if that were to happen. And, and that's a big if. I, I don't see Google getting rid of... I mean, this is their only play in the mobile you know other than their mobile versions of apps like this is their baby now eric uh i yeah i missed part of
3: the conversation That's unfortunately right. but- uh, motorola
1: has 14600 patents in their little patent bucket uh so those will be going over to google any anything interesting in those have any of you guys looked through those eric
3: no, I, unfortunately, I'm still stuck on the two patents in the uh, lawsuit. <laughs> still, Those give me a headache already, so 14,000
1: might kill me. And while we're talking numbers, there's about 4,000 unique device makers or kinds of devices, I should say, 4,000 4, unique devices, different kinds of devices out there on the market. So compared to one, I mean, you, you obviously see where the numbers come from. And how they got there so quick. Which almost kind of seems like. That was how they wanted to do it. In the first place. They were like you know. We could do these Nexus devices. I mean those those came out later obviously. But it to, to do it the way Apple was doing it. I don't think they could have competed. In anywhere near the numbers. That they're doing now. Being able to have all these different manufacturers. And stuff. So. I agree. Alright. Moving on. There's this. Article out on Wired that was kind of interesting that says if Google launches Android 5.0, Seth Herringer in the house. How you doing, man? Hey guys, good to be here. Good to have you. Hair looking phenomenal. You guys, see, can we take a moment and just look at his hair? God, is that natural?
4: <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> oh, we love it. Hey, you got a phone of the moment for us before we talk about the uh, Android 5.0 multiple handsend article?
5: Uh, give me a minute to think about it. You continue on, and I'll come up with one. Okay. Well,
1: so the question they're asking is who wins, who loses? If Google does this, and instead of, of saying here's our one Nexus device for the year, or for the two years or whatever, here's a bunch of different ones, and they're all on 5.0, who wins, who loses? Jeremy?
4: Mm.
1: We win, they lose?
4: Uh,
2: I don't know. I don't know. I, I want to defer to somebody else first. Still trying to wrap my brain around it. Joey, who wins, who loses?
1: Multiple Nexus devices coming out. I say we win, I carriers lose. Gonna,
0: I think it's going to, unfortunately, create confusion in the market, and it's going to be like this um, stupid Intel thing that they keep coming out with with the Ultrabooks because nah. it's a trademark. It can only be an Ultrabook with an Intel processor. In other words, you put the same identical hardware, AMD processor, it's not an Ultrabook. It might have the exact same specs, literally not an Ultrabook. And I think that that just will create more division, more confusion in the market. And I don't think that's a good thing in the short term. In the long term, I think you'll see that it will come out and kind of hash itself out, and that will become obvious in retrospect.
1: Right. So they say that the Android 5.0 Jellybean is going to, hopefully it's expected to come out this fall. Uh, Google may partner with... A bunch of uh, they'll, they'll have five Nexus branded smartphones, each running pure version of Jelly Bean, but that instead of instead of partnering with the one manufacturer, this would be interesting to see the different takes on the Nexus. Like it, instead of you know just having one to choose from, like the Samsung this one or the HTC last year or whatever. I like that. Having having your pick of maybe I prefer HTC or even a Motorola hardware. I definitely like my droid X hardware more than my uh Samsung hardware, you know. So maybe maybe that is better. What do you think, Seth?
5: Yeah, I think it definitely I I mean, I understand what Joey's saying, but I think this is only a good thing for uh, Android and particularly the people who root and care about stock Android and think that Android is a beautiful you know, platform in and of itself without having all these custom skins on it and things like that. Could this
1: change the target audience of the Nexus? Because usually that is that group. It's like people like us or the developers or, or yeah. people like that. Would this change it to more of a, a public?
5: I, th- you know, I think that's actually a good point too, is saying that if, for instance, every, every manufacturer is able to manufacture their own you know, Nexus device, then instead of a Nexus device coming to one carrier, right? Every time a Nexus device gets released, all the other carriers are all the other um, carriers are angry because only one carrier gets it, right? This time it happened to Verizon, it was great, but who's to say next time won't it will just be Sprint or you know? So it's great that uh, so I think it will do a good job of bringing it to the masses more because now every carrier will have the newest operating system whenever it comes out.
1: Yeah, this was uh, our first one for Verizon. Yeah, to, to and get I think one, that, and it was exciting. Think, you know, we never got a Nexus device before, so it's
5: no, no exactly. And maybe Google is trying to. You know, Samsung has their Galaxy, HTC now has their One line. You know, every every phone manufacturer is moving to Motorola has their Droid, I guess. But everyone is trying to move to like sort of these, you know, name brand, a lines. branded, yeah. And maybe Google is trying to do the same thing with their Nexus now. So it's not just one phone; it's like a whole line of phones that. And you know, as Joy said, I'm sure they will have some sort of, uh, they'll have to have some sort of quality standards, you know, or maybe they'll be, you know, there used to be sort of the approved by Google sort of thing. Yeah. Maybe they'll have, maybe they'll have like the Nexus hardware specs that they have to conform to. Which, if you like notice,
1: that. is nowhere on the Galaxy Nexus. You have. Verizon, you have 4 glt and then you have Samsung. No, yeah, not. I think
5: they moved away from that. You know, Google Experience stuff. I'm not sure why uh, or Google. You know, name branding. But I think possibly the Nexus...
0: because it's just creating again more confusion within the market. How can it? Yeah. be Android If it's not Google, and how can it be Google Android? And 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 it's just you. You got to understand the majority of people. Uh, don't even understand that there are things out there besides an iPad or an iP- or an iPhone. All tablets
1: so, are iPads to them. I, I yes, run into I, that a bit. I'll, I'll be playing with my Prime like somewhere, and someone will come up and be like,
0: cool iPad. <laughs> like, okay, I, iPad is – Actually, we had that happen in the office today. We had a sales associate come through uh, with an iPad uh, 2 – and we showed her uh, my coworker's transformer prime with the the keyboard uh, dock and whatnot, and we had to explain, I think twice that it wasn't a netbook, you know, and it took <laughs> actually taking the tablet off the dock and her going, "Oh, it's a tablet. blasphemy her th- What is this it-
1: witchcraft
0: of yours? Yeah, blasphemy." Uh, Exactly. So it was. It was interesting, and and the whole reason why the discussion came up was that she was using a Bluetooth keyboard in a Kensington case attached to her iPad uh, because she needed to have a keyboard. Nice. And that's when we started talking about the the uh, the Transformer Prime, and she's like, "Oh my God, that's so much faster than this iPad." And we're it, like, "Yes." And you know what? That that's
1: almost. To the point of when Apple's saying that Samsung's confusing its customers. It's like anybody is confused. I mean, where's the line that, like, people have, you know, come on, look at it. Play with it. Touch it. It's okay. I think they should just throw that whole thing out. You can't say that that that's confusing customers anymore because all of your customers are confused. That's yeah,
0: all. <laughs> well, we, we ran into this, oh, geez, I don't know, like a decade ago. Harley Davidson was actually trying to patent the sound of a Harley Davidson. What? They were. I'm not even kidding. They were really? trying to patent the sound that came out of the Harley Davidson exhaust pipes, and because and they got nowhere with it because I don't believe you can trademark a sound or a copyright or patent a sound. Hmm. Um, all I have and, to say
1: is yeah. that just reminds me of that one South Park episode, and you know what they said about them there. That's all. Oh yeah, yep. yeah. That's yeah, yeah. that's all. I think yeah. of that every time because I, I live you call off.
0: a man who has not bought a bike but is considering getting one? <laughs> bike curious.
1: <laughs> anyway, uh, ah. All right, Seth, you got a phone in the moment for us? Or Joey had something he wanted to bring up once you got here. I don't think it yeah. was in regards to Well, let's just phone the hair. moment for a
5: second. I mean, again, I think it may be the same one I picked last week, but um, it is the only phone that's worth talking about still is the HTC One X variants from AT&T.
1: Still it's nothing great. came out, huh?
5: No, 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 it's gone through, it got through the, um, you know, last week we talked about it being held up at customs.
1: I, saw, I heard a few of them did get through.
5: No, yeah, I think they're all, I think they're basically all through now or something like that. It's not, I wouldn't be too worried about it. Yeah, my, again, I th- So, it's the phone the moment because now it's actually, again, it's becoming available and people are getting them and pre-orders being shipped. And,
1: all right, you heard so. it here first, folks, for three weeks in a row the HTC One well, X and that's Mike well, Rothman from yet another tech show our, our other tech podcast. He got one and he loves it. So I, it's, it's yeah. a pretty phone for sure.
5: Yeah. I mean, there's nothing else right now that's out. I mean, that I can think out there. I mean, there's some, you know, there was a a version of, I forget what some Samsung phone that has, Oh, I think that galaxy s three in Korea is going to have two gigabytes of Ram. That's kind of interesting.
1: Ooh. Um,
5: but, uh, but really, the, the, for people in the United States, which is probably most of our listeners, I don't know if that's true or not, but uh, is the One X is definitely the phone. All the right.
1: Moment. The One X again. For and the third, Galaxy
5: S3 will be in a couple weeks. First,
1: third week in a row. So we, I guess we should specify it from this point moving forward. Is the phone of the moment going to be a phone that you can currently go out and buy? Or is it no. a phone that is coming soon? Because it no, seems the,
5: like... The phone of the moment is just the most interesting Android
0: phone right now. Just of the, there okay. Is, Regardless of it's, if you can it's go like get, get it. Whether it's the best phone okay. or there's
5: something really crazy happening with it. You know, maybe like a year ago, maybe it would have been the HTC Rhyme with that, like it had that weird charm on it and it was for women. And <laughs> Yeah. You know,
2: the cha-cha. The cha-cha Yeah, well, no, and there, there was a Rhyme
5: too, but yeah, yeah, exactly, where it's like, you know, weird... So it's whatever weird, or it could be interesting or great. And right now, the HTC, there's not really that much going on in Android. Or you know, it could be the online.
1: worst phone. You don't know. We'll just tell yeah, exactly. you. This is the no, one exactly. of the moment. That, yeah, the one of the
5: moment. But right now, it's the One X, and it's and be, it's probably the best phone available right now. Because the, the Galaxy X3 is not out. It is the best phone available right now, the One X. Um, if, you, if you can get it, buy it. It'll be the best phone for a while, probably.
1: There you go. All right, Joey. Buy it. Joey, what's... <laughs> What's the the hardware, or what what, what were you going to mention? He had a device of the moment, I believe.
0: Yeah, this is not a phone, um, but this is something that I had been looking for for a long time. Um, I remember one of the first things I said I wanted for an Android device was the iPod Touch powered by Android.
1: Oh, yeah, the... Did you get one? You got the Galaxy thing? The play? I,
0: I haven't gotten one because oh. I still can't bring myself to part with the 160 bucks. You cheap. Uh, son. But I'm cheap, I'm cheap. Uh, but here's the deal. Samsung has released the Samsung Galaxy Android MP3 players. There are 3 of them. There's a 3.6 inch screen, a 4-inch screen and a 5-inch screen. Um, I want they, a five uh, inch these screen. are mm. Android powered devices all running 2.3 something. Oh, um, rubbish. The, well, h- here's the thing: they're not phones. They are. They have no data capability in terms of mobile data. They are Wi-Fi only. See, that's um,
1: basically how I'm using my Droid X right now on CM7, the the first right. version of CM, and and I use it beyond Pod. Wakes up at six, updates my shows, my podcasts, my programs. And then it goes back to sleep, and then when it's time to wake me up, it's my alarm clock. And then it sits in my truck all day as my podcast player. And that extended battery, I can go like two days on it. It's great. But to have one of those like that, I don't know. I don't know, a
0: dedicated... Well, I mean, this is why I bought the Nook. It was the smallest, or the Nook Color. This is the smallest thing I could come up with at the time that was Wi-Fi only and cheap. And this, frankly... Has having a having a four inch uh, smartphone has really sold me on something smaller that you can slip easily into a pocket for listening to your music or audiobooks or whatever. Right. And this would do everything that my Nook Color would in a smaller package. And yeah, okay, it won't play videos on a seven inch screen like the Nook Color would. Well, guess what? The Nook Color's video performance is eh at best anyway. So I'm not really losing anything. This is a brand-new piece of hardware that you don't have to hack that comes out of the box, ready to roll. I'm pretty sure it's a full-fledged licensed version of Google with the Google search and everything within it. The screenshots indicate that. Um, it's, and, and for $160 bucks for a brand-new piece of hardware, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I, I think it's a good buy. There's 355 customer reviews on Amazon.com, uh, and it's running at four-and-a-half stars. Uh, I I, I very
3: nearly it. bought this. Yeah. Very Why? nearly until I saw that it was the um till I saw it was a single core processor. Like it was it, yeah, just, what's it called I looked again? at it and said that that is way too underpowered for me. Samsung
0: so it, Galaxy 4.0 Android MP3 player. <laughs> is that So
2: So what's the use case? That's what I'm having a hard time getting over. You're the running, hold on, I got t-
1: you're, you're hold on, you're jogging in New York and you get mugged and it got stolen and you don't even care. Because it's not your phone. Use case one.
0: Okay. Well, next uh, use about... case would be you've got a, a 12-year-old kid that wants to have something to play games on and send email and listen to music and whatnot, but you don't want to buy a data plan. That's pretty much okay. like
1: getting mugged. <laughs> okay. Seth, you have gotta... a use
2: case that would be relevant to me? Why would um... I want one? Joey, why do you want one? I mean, to put aside the you know Because it's shiny. You everything.
0: It's shiny. Well, why
2: would you honestly
0: want one? Why would I honestly want one? Well, I would want one of these to replace – say, for instance, for whatever reason, I lost my smartphone. Uh, it's it's not my smartphone. It's provided to me by the company I work for. If I were to change jobs or they decided that they were going to take away my data plan or something and take away the smartphone, um, or they got me an iPhone and I just couldn't deal with that uh, – <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, You know, and I wanted something that was portable that I could carry with me and uh, and be able to do all of the apps and whatnot that uh, okay. I, I have on my Android phone.
2: So, so what I'm hearing is if you have an Android phone, you don't want this.
0: If you have an Android phone, you probably don't need this. Dude, if nope. you have an Android phone, you already
1: have this.
0: Well, and that's what I was trying to understand. I just wanted to make sure. But this is excellent for those that have well, nieces and nephews that are younger, and you want to get them something that looks like Daddy's iPhone or or whatever. Um, and they have it in a five inch screen, which is borderline on that uh, Galaxy Note or uh, the Dell thing, Street thing or whatever it was. Yeah, but it's a five
5: inch was. screen at a four eighty by eight hundred resolution. Oh. Hey, but that's sh- it's beautiful though, Seth. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> I know, no, it's not at four, all. Five- you're yeah, listening to you're listening
1: to music on it though, right? I mean the Shuffle yeah. didn't even have a screen. This is like right.
5: So don't so don't watch. I mean the,
1: so don't waste money on the 5-inch version. <laughs> well, for
5: watching videos of things, this is going to be I mean this isn't even this is pretty low. This is pretty old tech. This is yeah. This is like the screens they had left over from you know the Galaxy the original Galaxy S. Oh. But
2: yeah. the price is pretty cheap. You know, I guess if if you figure that the retail price on even a cheap Android phone is what, 400 bucks? Did we mention that right? Did we mention yeah, a mean, price yeah. point on
5: this? But see, here's the interesting thing: is like you could go buy a used HTC, like Incredible, right? Which is the one I have, on you know, eBay I need for I, I, 100, like 120 bucks now, about, about 100 bucks. You so how much the are these,
0: one. Joey? These are right now. Amazon's got these for 159.99. Amazon Prime members get free two-day shipping. Um, well, let me ask uh, you this. I, I disagree with you, though, Seth. I did a little research um, on eBay um, just before the show started, looking for a, 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 a Motorola Droid similar to what uh, 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 Jeremy has, and I couldn't find one that was under a hundred dollars uh, on eBay used. And I couldn't find one that was uh, the, the three or the two uh, for anything under about two hundred.
1: I'll sell you my X for two hundred.
0: Uh, thanks. You're a jerk. What? That, I'd rather keep it
1: than sell it for anything less than that, man. That thing was great when I first bought it. It's still great.
2: It's just, yeah, but they're they're going for like – I got mine six months ago for $125. Well, he just said he couldn't find one, so supply and demand. Yeah. Joey, I, th- I think you need to look a little harder. <laughs> well, there. Or that. Granted, Gazelle. that was
0: just one model in a quick eBay search, so I'm not saying yeah. that definitively. But, I mean, for again, no, that's a used piece of hardware. You don't know right. what's been done to it. Um, you don't know who's played with it, how many times it's been dropped, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. These are brand new. they got a warranty. Yeah, and That's true. You know, I, I think that there's a market for this because if there was no market for these, then the iPod Touch wouldn't be being sold. And the iPod Touch is selling like hotcakes.
4: Right. So
3: there's going to be a market for this when when Android can do the same thing that iPod does, which is have all these docks, and I can have an alarm clock dock. There's... <sighs> There's so much more right now that you can do with a standalone iPod than you can do with an
1: Android device, you know, period. Yeah, I mean, Samsung I agree, can't but, even uh, get us our car docks for the Galaxy Nexus on Verizon. I mean, come on, Samsung. Still waiting for it. Eight months later. It's cool.
0: By the way, one other use case, uh, Jeremy. Uh, my phone is required to be locked down uh, by my company's security policy. Um, it's. I understand the rationale behind it. I even agree with it. I'm even the one that started the, the march towards putting the security on. It is, however, very frustrating when you're trying to do something like play music and the phone is locked in your pocket um, and you have to enter in a multi-character password or code to get into it. This would be uh, something that I own that a company doesn't
2: but but that's that's not a use case for the device that's a use case for you personally and I think True. that's two very different things and
1: everybody else that's like Joey and has a job like that I mean there that's a right. there's people out there like that
2: and and, I, and I'm, I'm not denying that I just you know I, I wanted to get over my initial you know ooh shiny reaction and, and see could I justify spending the money on this and and for me and I'm gonna guess most of our listeners the answer is no yeah me neither you but, know
3: Jeremy when I was looking at it, the thought that was going through my head is I can I can charge this thing, have it download all my stuff, uh, I can throw it in my gym bag and it's not it's not my phone. I don't have to have my phone and drain my phone battery. I can just have a separate device. Um it, that may be really stupid rationale and you know,
4: a waste of money. No, no it's it's not stupid it at all. Across.
2: But that's that's what I use my old phones for. Yeah. It, exactly. The, it's yeah
1: sure
4: it's well, more it economical to don't it's have an a old backup
2: phone. phone if if you really want something i mean you can get something much much less expensive and you know i'm a i'm a big fan of redundancy you know if my droid x decides to be stupid i've got my droid 2 if my droid 2 decides to be stupid i can suck it up and use my original droid yeah. you know by I, the way, I,
0: they do have these used on amazon as well uh, They're is... brand new <laughs> How are they used well,
2: already? these ones it, aren't these ones. <laughs> but it didn't it just come out
0: um I don't think it just came out. I think I just noticed it because there was definitely no huge uh advertising scream uh, scream from anybody about it i i I just stumbled on it um uh, on on Amazon one night, so I don't think that this is brand new yeah. um, i I mean otherwise three hundred and fifty five people wouldn't have reviewed it.
2: That, that's not true. People review crap all the time It's not even out yet.
5: No, this came out in, in uh, December of last year, I think. Uh, uh,
0: there's a review in October 2011.
2: Okay,
1: hey, we're kind of, we're running short on time. And I definitely wanted to talk about this. We didn't get a chance to uh, last week, but you guys all saw the the shenanigans of Verizon coming out and saying, yeah. We know we grandfathered you all in on those unlimited data plans, but we're getting rid of them. And then it got clarified that they're not actually getting rid of them, but if you, you're not going to be able to pick it as a choice or whatever, and if you get a new phone, you can't keep it on your plan. So if you have it, you're stuck with the phone that you have, which kind of goes back to my previous point of is the Galaxy Nexus a good phone to just sit? And it's dual-core. I mean, a quad-core would be better now, but there's few things this phone can't do. So if I'm stuck on this, rather than give up my unlimited plan, I'm definitely going to stick with it. And it's LTE already, so once we get LTE here uh, eventually, then I will be able to participate uh, with the rest of the world. But I don't know. For people that were waiting, you know, or if you, you... have your grandfathered in plan but you were waiting to get a new phone so maybe you're still on the droid x that sucks because if you want an lte phone say bye-bye to your unlimited plan why is verizon doing this
5: well matt hold on just to be clear this hasn't happened yet no it's happening coming soon and they said they'll release it they said they'll tell you know the world or whatever when it's going to happen um and this Okay, there's a couple things I have to say. One is this may be the reason I get a Galaxy S <laughs> three. Right. If you're
1: able to get another carrier. Some of us can't. But
5: well no, depending on what time if the if the Galaxy S three drops on Verizon before this comes into play, oh, right, right. I may get that as my phone because who knows when it'll you know what I mean? Because that's the best that's, of the time when I can still get on the unlimited. And that's quad core, right? No, not in the U.S.
1: Oh, the Verizon one's not, is it? Because of the no, LTE, it's, right? No, but it's
5: still a good chip. It's S4. It's a fine chip, but yeah. anyway, it's not quad core. Um, but on the other side, I actually do think that it makes some sense. Um, these these shared data plans is actually where I think the market needs to go, uh, particularly if we have lots of devices like iPads or you know touch pads like I have, or you know Galaxy Tabs or whatever. Um, right. So you know, it makes it a lot more appealing to buy the, you know, four G enabled, the LTE enabled, you know, Android tablet, if I can just put that on the same, you know, bucket of of data that I have my phone on, all my other things on. So those devices become a lot more appealing. Um, and it probably also makes me start using Wi Fi a lot more. Like right now, I don't always switch the Wi Fi automatically like I should. You know. It, if I'm, not home, if I'm at home, and I forget to turn 3G on and off. You know, it'll make you watch that a little better. Um, but anyways, I think it could save money consumers in the end, right? If you have a family of five people, they all have $30 a month data plans. And if you could sort of do it so that it all becomes – if you're not using that much data, it makes sense, right? They're going to yeah, but
1: how, how are you not using that much data when everything you have is getting more and more put on the cloud, all of your contact well, because information, The everything. reason you
5: don't use it is because you have Wi-Fi everywhere you go. Right. I mean, well, like when I'm at home, yeah. I have Wi-Fi. When I'm at school, I have Wi-Fi. When I'm at work, I have but Wi-Fi. But then if that's uh, the case, uh, uh, why do
1: I have a data plan at all?
5: It's for when you're like driving.
2: Oh, okay.
5: good. There you go. <laughs> Here,
2: here's, here's my question. Um, this announcement originally came at an investor's meeting, an investor's call. Right. This announcement has nothing to do with better service to the customer. It was over concern, over profits. This, by definition... By motivation, I guess is a better way to put it, screws the customer.
1: This is a it, move that will lead to higher bills for millions of customers. Ex-
2: so, saith no, the Wall Street Journal, hallelujah. If it was going to save people money, they wouldn't be doing it. Clearly.
5: Except maybe, uh, I mean, I don't no. know about that. It, it no. depends on what, I mean, what is the, I'll be curious to see the numbers, what the typical, um, you know, data usage is right. If the numbers stay the same, if you can get, what do we have? Three gigabytes, two gigabytes for thirty bucks? Is that what it is now? I think so. Unlimited, right?
1: I don't know. Mine's if it stays unlimited.
5: there, right? If you, if if they keep two gigabytes for thirty bucks for the whole family, right? That seems like that's a good move to me. If they raise that up, if they say, oh, now it's sixty dollars for three gigabytes or two gigabytes, right, for the whole family, that's that's ridiculous. But uh, I think that these shared data plans. Probably could be good for the network because they could make people move the Wi-Fi when they can.
1: What's ridiculous is it's that it's 2012, and I have to count my gigabytes in minutes. That's what's ridiculous.
5: No, I mean, yeah, the spectrum Why? is limited. The, the LTE is limited. It's all, I mean, the more people you have on it, the slower it then goes. Then build just...
1: more, Verizon and other carriers. I mean, we've had this conversation before. That's your fault. It's not my network, even though I'm locked into it for two years at a time. If you're worried, uh, don't up this and screw us. Build more towers. How hard is okay, it? i but Matt, work they're for you in okay. build I'm
5: with, I'm with you, right? Obviously, the these cell phone companies are making more money than they ever – well, except – I mean, it's Android – I mean, excuse me. Verizon and AT&T are making a lot of money. Sprint, T-Mobile are not making money. That, that's ones, because
4: they're a
2: joke. They right. don't <laughs> even count as networks. But these other joke. ones
5: are definitely – well – yeah. Okay. You're right. They're a joke. They're a joke. Yeah. Yes. But uh, well, T-Mobile actually, their 3G num- number no. is pretty good. But
2: anyways, t um... a, T-Mobile and Sprint should merge and form a uh, super crap carrier. T suck. And just
1: whoa. And there went Google Hangouts.
2: Well, guys, it's the MLM of phones, and you sell phones to other people. All right. I'll stop. Oh, hey guys! I, sorry, it just Google told,
1: Hangouts totally crapped out again. That that was I its told, fault
2: this time.
5: Oh, so did we not record all that?
1: Uh, there's a good five ten second gap in there, so oh, okay. you continue on uh, with telling us why the carriers are nice.
5: Well, no, I was just gonna say, Matt. I'm not saying they're nice. I'm not defending carriers. I think carriers are messed up a lot of times, but I do think that shared data plans make sense. But um, there obviously is like a point where they could. I mean, there's an extreme case, right, where if the network, if the carriers invested so much money that they went bankrupt, right, in the cell phone towers, they obviously need to put up. They obviously need to weigh like cell phone towers versus users versus money, right? Well, yeah, so but we know they probably how probably to... should go a little bit farther towards capacity. Uh, I think that would be a good move. They should put up more towers right but they can't they don't have unlimited funds so but we know it can be done
1: act. so maybe it's not a matter of putting up more towers maybe it's a matter of putting up better towers stop pinching pennies every second you can and invest some real money and build a real network that's no, what you keep what advertising saying, to us is this a real network or is this play is this playtime
5: now i agree with you in general but there's obviously a amount of you can use Thank so much data that you cost more than you're worth Right? There's like a point. It's
2: unlimited.
1: Where, I can use as much data as I want. That's well, what, what I, I pay can't. for. That's, That's
2: not what it. unlimited means, Matt. <laughs> but, unlimited. I know, business right? You use as much as I want How you is to that?
5: use. No, but Matt, from a business perspective, okay, let's just, I know. let's just get as simple as we can get. If you're running a restaurant, right, and you have unlimited lunch, someone could probably eat more than you Then ate. they would
1: that get is, fat that and die. If I Seth, use data all day, I'm not going to
5: die. Come on. How Food is that is just t- not obvious logic? Food is a
2: tangible resource. If I drink if water I, all day, I will die.
5: No, like but are you saying if capacity I, is not a tangible resource? It's
2: no, it's not. No,
5: it's because it's it thro- it,
2: It's it's self-selecting because you can only stuff so much through the pipes. Right. If a hundred of us are using x amount of bandwidth, or a thousand of us are using x amount of bandwidth, maybe we each have ten percent of the bandwidth that we originally had, but it's not like they suddenly have, have to go out and build more towers, as we've seen from our 3G bandwidth. Right. With the comparison to a restaurant, if I eat all of the food, there is nothing for you. It is very easy to implement quality of service and say, oh, wow, look, there's a lot of people on the network. Let's make sure that Joey, the BitTorrent hog, can't rob all the bandwidth and leave Seth so he can't watch Netflix.
0: To to put it in a, to, in a, in a way that you might understand, Seth, it's unlimited <laughs> so, hairspray. Huh? Thanks, okay. Joey. Th- there's no limit make, on the hairspray
2: whatsoever.
0: And, thanks.
2: <laughs> thanks, Joey.
0: Well, you uh, use more hairspray than I do. Chill. Well, I don't use hairspray. This, that's hairspray. natural, what bro. Chill. This this
2: discussion. I, I hear this discussion come up all the time, and and I am you know I'm a business owner, and I am the first one to defend the rights of businesses and defend their right to make a profit. What bothers me is the, is this perception that they've pushed out into the marketplace that bandwidth is a scarce resource. It no, is but, not.
5: Jeremy, but look at like and you you're, can't you're ascribe 3...
2: the same qualities. No, but your
5: 3G example is perfect, right? The more people you have on, the worse your services, right? But you
2: can manage it.
5: How? Of, of, you you have to either shrink the amount people use or broaden the pipe. There's two options, no,
2: right? No, you can you can manage things uh, with latency. I mean, this is kind of where... Um, yeah, so you either
5: make nope. the service worse or you broaden the pipe. Those are the only nope. two options, right?
1: Okay, let's say, though, you broaden the no, pipe be- then. You're not going to run out of bits still, right? I mean, you can then broaden the pipe. If that's what it takes to be the fastest network in America, like you say, then do... Right? Wrong? See, Who the, cares? The Moving on. Although
0: everybody wants to be the fastest network or they want to have the most subscribers, what they actually are saying is that we want to have the most money.
1: Right. They don't want the most subscribers because if all of us went to one network, it would die. It would crash. There, the, not all any one network can support as many, especially with Android now, with how many people are getting smartphones. Like There's so much more than what there used to be with these old Windows phones and the first iPhones and, and your you know, original Treos and Blackberries. And there's so much more data because all of these phones, all of the stuff lives in the cloud. You have to get it. You have to put it there. And If, you I, want, if
5: I ran Verizon, I would charge people for data, too, like per, per, per megabyte or per gigabyte or whatever. That seems to be the best.
1: If you ran Verizon, story. I would run Google and I would buy you out. But you know what I mean, though, right? I would put your like head on a stake, like,
2: good... like King of Thrones, because you're you're king you're thinking Thrones. logically, and you're you're <laughs> you're willing Treason. to treat people with respect and integrity.
4: <laughs> <Huh>?
1: <laughs> I'm sorry, I just started watching all of those two seasons in like 28 hours, man. Uh, I I just want to go cut heads off and, and be king. That's all.
5: But I personally want my unlimited data plan. Oh, right. Just me, though. Everyone else can get throttled. Especially
2: They're going to take it away from all of us. Eventually. They've admitted admitted it's going away.
1: They can pry mine from my cold, dead hands.
5: Hold on. I heard this. This is what they said. They released a statement that said um, they'll tell us when they're going to do it. And if you're on a 4G, if you have unlimited, if you don't use their – you stay on the same contract, right? So if you don't use uh, your upgrade – to get a cheaper phone, if you buy at a full price, you can stay on the unlimited data plan. Is what they say. That's what they're that's what the Verizon rep said. But
0: Which, you have to pay. You have to buy your phone at full price then. Yeah, but how many people are actually going to do that? Nobody, yeah,
1: me, nobody. I mean, Jeremy. The,
0: the thing is, is uh, even with like a two gig or a four gig limit, how many people are actually hitting that?
5: Yeah, not many.
0: You know, I I think that we we at the risk of sounding counter. Uh, revolutionary here, I don't think four <laughs> gigs is unreasonable. I which mean...
5: is, which is why I think that a family data plan actually makes sense, right? If everyone uses two hundred megabytes, spend thirty bucks a month for two gigs, and you save everyone money, right? Instead of five people paying thirty bucks every dollars a month, you pay thirty dollars a month, right?
2: You know what? Well, Take one that... of the. I'll tell you what. Take one of those Samsung players, give it to a fifteen year old that doesn't have a cell phone. And track the usage for a month, and you tell me what it comes back with.
0: Well, golly gee whiz! I tell, me tell, that, tell me that they didn't.
2: Tell me that they didn't. Not you, Joey. You're you have computers. You have other things, but we live in a world where people are headed more and more to the cell phone as their sole internet consumption device. You no, know,
5: I agree with you a hundred percent. But but where are you when you don't have Wi-Fi?
1: But check this out. Other, Even other than other Vermont. than.
5: Other than just – no, but I mean other than just, um, you know, if you're driving and you need directions or if you're out and you need like a Yelp review or if you need, The only like, places plans. I have
2: Wi-Fi are home, work, and coffee shops. The days of open Wi-Fi where I could just jump onto somebody's network, gone. Yeah, people – locking down their network. Yeah. I don't have those choices anymore. I, and
1: I'll even up here, and this is how I know he's right because when it happens here in Kalispell, Montana, then it's it's already happened everywhere else. And I remember when I first started war driving, and air quotes, more times than not, all the APs were just wide open, and there was a bunch of them, right. and in town and everywhere. Now they're. There's less because people are hiding them and they're all locked. There's they're locked with WEP a lot of them, which is easily popped. But a lot of them are W uh, WPA and and two and PSK TKIP and all that. So it's people here doing it or getting someone to do it for them. I mean, the password's still admin admin. I mean, you know.
5: Okay, but where? But where are you? I mean, I just want the where's the use case scenario where you're out and about and need to be downloading a gigabyte of, of of movies or something like that, right? Where you it's
1: driving in my work truck watching Netflix, dude. No, um, <laughs> what, even su-
2: suppose? Okay, in in many parts of the world, they don't have Wi-Fi at home because they you know they just don't have that infrastructure.
0: Yeah, I, I actually have several customers that have gone to. Three G devices as their right. only internet connector.
2: and and that is and if you if you you probably don't, but up here in the sticks, we have plenty of people that don't have access to DSL, and they don't have access to cable, so they're using either satellite, which is crap with crappy caps and latency, and you pay eighty bucks a month, or it's you know like a MiFi with caps and latency. And sixty bucks a month
5: for my five people—that's this is going
2: to be a terrible move.
5: If you had unlimited and data, that, you be using and, that as—that's your...
2: what I'm talking about. Yeah, this because is there are plenty move. of people that have that, and there are even more that should have it.
4: Yeah. Because I mean, this
5: is yeah, I still think this is probably more fair. But I think that for people that are using this as their main internet connection, this is a—they're gonna—they're gonna really
2: suffer from this, right?
0: For what it's worth, my uh, app pick from several episodes ago called My Data Manager tracks both your data usage on your Wi-Fi and on your uh, mobile connection. And for the month of May, we're almost at the end of May, uh, I have used 1.37 gigabytes on my Wi-Fi. 84.1% of that, or 1.15 gigabytes of that, was, was audible audiobooks. (laughs) <laughs> okay, so that represents, by the way, dozens of hours uh, of of listening uh, on high-quality audiobooks. But so, that's
2: that's not your only device. No, it isn't and my think, only device. And that's a really important distinction.
0: But you also have to understand that that's the, that's the Wi-Fi connection, too. That's where I know I'm unfettered. That's right. where I know I'm not running on any kind of a limitation. The um the mobile, (laughs) let's see forty eight meg's.
5: You you could you could just you could just download those audio books right from your wired connection and put them on your phone if you want. Yeah, and that's that's, you know what Seth.
1: I'm glad you said that because if if these data plans do start like getting really expensive or just really annoying like that, we will find ways to just get by on using less. I'm looking at mine and just. I use 3G all the time up here cuz it sucks to switch to Wi-Fi cuz when I leave I have to reboot my phone to connect back to 3G. And in from March 31st till April 30th I've used just under 2 gigs. So I'm I'm at about I think February when I first got it was my largest month and that was 675 megs. But granted all my podcasts all that stuff is being downloaded on the droid X on Wi-Fi before I leave my house. So this is just using it for ways for mapping for you know, right. Twitter, Facebook, all all the stuff I do during the day, and Google Music is the most used here. At, at right over two hundred megs. So
5: it's well, I, I know, remember when I, I was in New Zealand. Oh, I was remember when I was in New Zealand and I lived off just my the only internet I had was on my my uh, original my Galaxy S phone I had over there, um, and I think I used three gigs for the month, and that was like the only
0: internet I had.
5: You know what I mean? So, yeah. yeah, and I, mean, I
0: think that also one thing I've noticed is that. Um, like for instance my my pandora stream doesn't seem to take as much data on the phone as it does on a traditional computer and i think that's because they're knocking down the quality so yeah, that you don't probably. use as much Well they're data.
1: compressing it depending on your connection and and
2: speed and all that so
0: exactly that, and i think the
2: ads are smaller too right and i
0: think that the, uh, the that you'll see this the, you'll find the same thing for youtube they downscale it and then send it to your phone so because of that i i wonder if you actually using a phone as a primary internet connection you actually find your usage would drop um as opposed to a, like a laptop or pc but, i don't know
3: so Just seth here's here's a question for you Hey! and maybe this is a dumb question but if you know from what you're saying what joe is saying and matt's saying if if we're all using under the data cap already then why do this at all why like if we're if we're already under what they say, you know, normal usage is, then, you know, why are they? Why would why would well, they need to institute these limits? A, a couple you know, of if, reasons. If we're already hurting their network,
5: a couple reasons I could think of. Um, and I don't want to be like the defending Verizon guy. No, too late. <laughs> too late. You <laughs> are defending Samsung fanboy. <laughs> no, but no, uh, the first one would be uh, it could see it being good for family plans. People could just be ha- people want family data plans, and I could see that being a useful case, right? Or you know, where you pay for, I, I mean, I, Verizon could really screw this up, right? Where you have to pay a $10 a month service fee or something could? for advice. device. Yeah, okay, they probably will. But if they <laughs> if they just made it like you have a bucket of data that you, you buy and any device can access it and it's really a nice sort of service, that could be um, great. You know, I, I, they could really make it great too, right? So Verizon can either screw this up royally or they can make it great. We'll have to see what they do. Hopefully they don't screw it up. They I could guess. make
2: it great but they're going to screw it up. Should we take yeah, that That's what you, mean you
5: meant have, to say? Cuz you could have, you know, your like I said, your tablet, your phone, all your family, they could all be sharing one plan. You know, mm-hmm. you, you could really make it nice. But then the other reason is is there're probably people who are using uh, like LTE as their primary like like we said, right, as their like primary internet service, right? So they're watching all their Netflix and hooking it up through their through the um, uh, hdmi cable to their tv right so all they have is this lte service They're maybe they're using 10 gigabytes a month or something and i bet verizon wants to shut those people down uh, that's my other guess but we're the
3: power nerds yeah. so what i mean we're not doing it and so if there's if, the, if this is a small you know contingency of people that are doing this it's the truck drivers it really does it really justify doing this for everybody no. Well,
5: that's why I think the my hope is that they're doing it so that you can have family plans. But I think Jerry makes a great point of saying, in saying Verizon to make money, and they're probably going to screw. But us
1: think up. of it this way: maybe I'm not using as much data because the data is just crap. Like I could reach for my phone, but I know my tablet yeah. will be much faster because it's
5: 3G there, Matt. Lt. No, but I don't even is, 3G. I song, get you
1: know? like two megabits, but up here it doesn't go faster than like 500 k. Like it's just terrible.
5: I know, but I mean, LTE in LA here is it's easy to suck the data down.
1: Sure, sure. It's fast. See, I, and I think I might do more things like that, but because I'm accustomed to being like, oh, this is going to take a minute to load, let me just and get that, on my Wi Fi tablet because I have them both here. Like,
5: I, again, that might be another reason they're doing it, right? As people move to 4G, the data is so easy to suck that maybe people are saying, you know, to use it, people are saying, that Verizon is realizing that, that they need to put limits on it, other people are just going to use it because it's so easy to use.
1: You know what, though? They're only going to use it for like an hour and then their phone's going to die. So that's cool. <laughs> I'll be over here on 3G with my four-hour battery life. There you <laughs> go, folks. The it's not a flaw, it's itself. a
0: feature. It's a self-shutting-off phone. That's so right. You don't go over your data limit.
1: <laughs> that's awesome. But All well, right. Wait. Wait,
0: on, on, the, uh, da- on the family data plan, I can see the point of having a family data plan. For instance... Um, We have a family texting plan, and basically the only two people that use it are myself and my girlfriend. My father doesn't use it at all. We're paying for him unnecessarily, but he still has the capability. He just chooses not to use it. So if we all had, say, for instance, uh, two gigs of data in a pool, that would be six gigs between us. I don't use that much. My girlfriend would probably tend to use more because her uh, work does not have Wi-Fi. And my father would use basically nothing, so it would actually work out and might allow one person to exceed uh, the normal two gigabyte cap without causing an additional overage charge. This is um, what
1: causes divorces, family
0: feuds,
2: and breakups. Did you say you're related to your girlfriend?
1: <clears throat> At picks, actually, can we talk about the forty-nine dollar Android PC real quick? Did you see this? Yes. It's made by Via. It's not the Raspberry Pi. But it's Via's I'm speechless right now. It's VIA's oh version of it.
5: Uh, this yeah, one this has... <laughs> made Joey speechless. That's awesome. Yeah, you actually made Keep him you, speechless, speechless while I That's talk about one, this.
0: Uh, and this, by the way, this is not the Raspberry Pi. This isn't even close to being the Raspberry Pi. Uh, there are some serious technical differences between the two. Uh, for instance, one of the features that the Raspberry Pi has, uh, you can have HDMI... Uh, I don't can't remember if you have VGA or not, mm, uh, but you HDMI. have.
1: Uh, Joey, how much is the Raspberry Pi?
0: Raspberry Pi is either twenty five dollars or thirty five dollars for the upgraded model. Okay. No, you can't get any of
2: them. And Except, and you, you can't, can't
0: get any of them. The thirty five dollar one has an Ethernet card. The twenty five dollar one doesn't. Uh, the twenty five dollar one has one USB <laughs> port. The thirty five dollar one has two. Um, neither of them have onboard storage. This $49 one does have onboard storage, but the big feature for me, what I was looking for the Raspberry Pi for was to be able to plug into my existing non HDTV, which has the traditional RCA plugs. And the Raspberry Pi has the RCA outs on the board. No adapters or weirdness required. And this VIA one does not.
2: So you can... Watch, look at your computer in 320 lines of glorious resolution.
0: <laughs> it's beautiful. It's beautiful.
1: This thing does have 2 gigs onboard flash storage, 4 USB 2.0 ports, micro SD, Ethernet, both VGA and HDMI. It's pretty cool. 13 watts yeah. under load and 4 watts when it's idle for uh, the power consumption. It's an ARM 11 SOC, uh, Media 800 megahertz supports Open GL 2.0, yes, uh, which is H.264 encoding at 720p video playback. It's pretty cool for 49 oh, yeah. this, bucks. This is
0: definitely a nice piece of hardware. There's no question of it. Um, <clears throat> but it's not. It, it's unfair to compare it to the Raspberry Pi.
1: It is because uh, you can't get that, and this you could probably get if you do pre-orders because they are taking them. I don't know if they're sold out w- by the time you hear this. They ve-
2: they very well may be any any thing any computer that you can buy for under a hundred dollars is an amazing price point and it can it completely we t- we 've talked about this before it completely changes the usage right you know i'm sitting here i've uh built sort of a cubicle not that you guys can really see it, out of 2x4s. And I have things hanging from it. I could tape one of these to one of the 2x4s and not even care and plug stuff in. And, oh, I could, you know, I want to run a media player over there, and there's a server, and I could just staple gun three of these to the 2x4s and just, (laughs) you know, plug them into the network, and boom, and there I go. I could put one in my Predator Breaks. (laughs) Yeah, you know, if one of these things breaks, I swap it out, I swap out the... Joey, did you say this one runs on an SD card or something?
1: This one has SD slot. It has an SD slot, but
2: it's got
0: two gigs on board So if you run your OS. Okay, so so let's
2: say that you you run it as, you know, off the SD card. Maybe it's a little slow. You use it in some kind of server capacity. You know, ooh, the thing dies. Oh, I take out my SD card, and I plug it into one of the 17 spares I've got sitting over (laughs) here, and I'm back up and running.
1: It's just cool. I have them in my remote control airplanes. They're Predator drones now.
2: I'm going to put one in my glove box in my truck.
1: Right? Don't make me pop the trunk. Uh, this is known as the Neo-ITX form factor and compatible with both Mini-ITX and Micro-ATX. So you can get a cute little case for it. What Pretty I've cool, though.
0: Th- what I find interesting is this is one of the first PCs I've seen that actually ships with Android.
1: And it measures seventeen by eight point five centimeters. If just to kind of give you an, a rough idea of how big it is, or how small it is. But yeah, and it, it's an Android PC. I mean, there you go. Pretty, pretty
2: cool. Well, is, so. is
0: that the first one that's actually shipping?
2: It's not even shipping yet. They're taking pre- it's pre-orders. Pre-order, yeah,
1: pre-order. okay.
0: Is it going to be the first one to market that actually runs Android?
1: Well, the Raspberry Pi doesn't come with the OS, does it? I thought it was just the the board.
0: No, and matter of fact, it doesn't even. Say, I don't think you can even get Android for it. You have to run a Debian variant of yeah. Linux. I believe was the the recommended version. For right. now, for now, yeah, for now. good, good point. because like
2: seven people actually have them. Right. No, they, but, according but to the they, map, <laughs> they
1: they each have like fifty of them though. You
2: which know what? Is I don't have one, and that's all I really care about. <laughs> yeah. All right. At pick.
1: Seth, give me an app pick. Let's finish this thing.
5: Uh, you know I haven't played this yet, but it just dropped right now. Mass Effect Infiltrator. Get out of here. Um, we yeah, got it go. from Google Play Store. I just watched. I watched the. Uh, uh, I mean, I suppose I could sh- share the trailer on Google Plus, but I'm not going I, to. I,
2: I I think we lost Matt. I think he's going to download it and play. It
5: right uh, now. <laughs> you know, I own Mass Effect Three. I haven't actually played it yet because I've been doing other things. Um, but uh. This looks like this could be fun. Um, I mean, I, I definitely played Mass Effect 1 and Mass Effect 2 all the way through multiple times. I'm excited to play 3, although I may wait till they put the new ending out. We'll see. But this looks fun. There's, like, sort of a cover system
0: and looks really neat. Very cool. All right, uh, Joey, at pick. Okay, this is a new one for me. I've played it a a few minutes, uh, not a lot, but it's an awesomely addictive game, even in the first like two minutes. It's called Mafia Driver. Uh, You have a little car on the center of the screen, and you just rotate the phone or tablet uh, in your hand, and it switches lanes. The idea is that you have to outrun the cops while getting nitrous boosts and dodging traffic, Uh, and it's a lot harder than you might think. Freebie in the app store, advertising supported. No sign of uh, apparent viruses or malware as of yet.
2: Very cool. Jeremy. That's it. That's, that's directed at me. Um, so my app pick for today actually isn't an app that you run on your phone. It's one that you can throw on later on. Uh, it's called Plan B. Uh, no, it has nothing to do with contraception. <laughs> I love this. Contraception. Um, but here's the scenario. You lose your phone. You're like, oh, crap, where's my phone? I left it in the cab. You get to a computer. You get onto the play market, and you remotely install Plan B, and it just kind of automatically does its thing and tells you where the phone is, and it's free, and it's from the makers of Lookout Mobile Security, so you can trust it.
0: <laughs> nice. Can you install it ahead of time just in case?
2: Um, Probably.
1: <laughs> oh, group chat. If all of you could read that. <laughs> so <laughs> right. offensive. Eric, the app <laughs> I can't. I can't. Eric, app pick. Stop laughing. Sorry, I'm, I'm collecting myself. Sorry. Unmute. Stop laughing. App <laughs> pick. That was brilliant, by the way. Plan B. Okay, so mine is... Um... It's an app called TouchNote,
3: and what it does is it lets you basically create these create postcards, um, and mail them out to people. um, And on the front of it, you can you can pick a picture off of your phone or a picture you've just taken uh, to be the front of the postcard. So you you take the picture, you get I think like two hundred and twenty characters to type out a message, and then you know I think you pay anywhere from a dollar to a buck fifty. To mail it to whoever you want. So I just thought this was kind of fun. Um, I just sent a postcard to my grandparents um, because I really don't get to talk to them being uh, out here in Asia. So I, you know, took a nice picture of my wife and I riding riding a train around the city, sent it to them, and, you know, now they're all happy and stuff. So it's just sort of neat, especially if you're traveling, to just drop a note to people.
0: Did you just say you took
3: a nice picture of you? A nice picture, yeah. Because the only thing you can see are my eyes.
0: Unprovoked. See?
1: This is what happens. Unprovoked. All right. (laughs) I think we're all getting too familiar. Payback time. Uh, Payback time. Was that everybody? Did you all go? Okay. I got something a little different. This is only going to pertain to a few of you that have transformer primes or other tegra devices uh, i just wrote a review on the top five free games from the tegra zone which these are all going to be console quality just awesome games I, I i found five free ones that are just great uh at the end of that was a little special extra thing i found uh if you guys look in the camera here if you're watching this this is called the n vision uh if you see that It's basically an NVIDIA app that gives you, you tap there, and it brings you into the world of, like, high-end graphics, uh, whether it be tablets or movies, gadgets, it's put together so shiny, and... I expected it to just be garbage because most I I haven't had good experiences with apps coming from, you know, makers like that that are supposed to be like here's our editorials and stuff like that, but this the the articles are well written, there's some really cool stuff in there. Diablo 3 uh 007 trailers uh and and you can swipe through all the different and it's just it's really pretty and it's it's just a little portal into Games, apps, movies, gadgets, tech, just a whole bunch of stuff uh, that have to do with your Tegra device. So it's a beta right now. Uh, You can get it from the Tegra Zone, Uh, and I got an article up there on GroovyPost.com about some awesome games. Uh, The ones I reviewed, Galaxy of Fire 2, Soulcraft, Dark Meadow, Zen Pinball, and Dungeon Defense. So check that out. And Envision, like I said, the beta. Check it out. It's actually pretty cool. I I'm not really a big gamer, but ever since I got this tablet, I've been playing more of these. Uh, and there's a lot of cool articles and pictures and trailers and videos. So check it out. All right, and you know da- I'll throw out another vote for Dark Meadow
3: because it- I downloaded that uh, after the last show. That is an amazing game, isn't and the it? fact
1: that it's like on my tablet, it, that is really cool. Oh yeah. Excellent. All those games, all all the games I reviewed that are free, like are are pretty cool for the most part. There was one that I wasn't really that into. I'll let you pick which one it is. But some of them I can't stop playing. And I'll tell you the Dungeon Defender one, I hate tower defense. But this one, it's half tower defense, half like hybrid RPG, like first person style. It's so much fun. I can't stop playing it. I, I don't know. So, uh, yeah, check that out over on groovypost.com. Check us out every week over on attackoftheandroids.com, and if you want the uncensored video of our live shows every week, watch those for the week up to the next show uh, at attackoftheandroids.com slash live. There's a chat room there. You can join us each week, and we'll read your comments. We'll answer your questions, stuff like that. Uh, a couple of people watching. Hi, Mom. Hi, uh, Email show at attack of dot com. Make sure you subscribe to us on iTunes. Follow the Twitter, Facebook, and everybody else has all of their stuff on the site. Seth, thank you. Joey, thank you. It was a
5: good. It was a good show.
1: Jeremy, thank you. Eric, thank you the most. Eric, thank you for your Plan B comment. I I I, I, I cherish that. We'll catch you guys next week. Later. <laughs> <laughs> the It's attack of the, it's attack of the Thanks for listening to Attack of the Androids. Attack of